I'm WSB's Eric Erickson. Atlanta's evening news is coming up at 5. Between now and then, if there's a traffic red alert, breaking news, severe weather alerts, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will not hesitate to break in. And we'll have more during Atlanta's evening news from 5 to 7. Depend on it. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Jamie Dupree comes right at you from the Hill in D.C. On the Sean Hannity Show. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. He is the man of the hour. Jamie Dupree is with us. Hey, Sean, how are you doing today? Do you think there's truth? Because there's a dispute here, and I'll ask Donald Trump he's on Hannity tonight, that Reince Priebus may have told him to tone it down. Well, that was certainly the story put out by the GOP last night after this right. phone call, evidently. So that must be their version of it. Uh, if if they indeed asked Donald Trump to tone it down, just one glance at Donald Trump's Twitter feed today shows that that was not advice said, that was taken. Well, he said as, it was totally false reporting. As he went after, uh, 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 let's see, he went after George W. Bush today, Charles Krauthammer, and a number of other people in very Jonah personal Goldberg. terms. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. So, um, you know, uh, look... Uh, I don't know that it to me it smacked of or maybe it was one of those things where one side thought that that was the message that was delivered and the other side didn't hear the message. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Uh, I, but it was to me it was too much of a leak that uh, uh, you know that that was put out by Rance Priebus's office to major news organizations to get that message out. Now it's always possible that maybe they were trying to frame it in a different way. But that was certainly the message that was put out. I mean, sometimes behind the scenes, they're trying to use it like a marionette and shape stories that way. But that was what was put out to news organizations last night. Uh, getting very interesting on, on this front. As I said to you yesterday, I think Trump now has an opportunity. He's got the country's attention. Is he going to be able to expand beyond what what he's now discussing and move towards solutions and balance Trump being Trump with being presidential. I think that's a big challenge. I think right now that uh, for the Republicans who are running, I think that Trump is so overshadowing the GOP field that other than Jeb Bush, Marco Rubio and Scott Walker, I think it's extraordinarily difficult for any other Republican to get in the conversation on a regular basis that Trump just simply takes up too much oxygen every day in terms of the news. And if you're one of those people that was hoping to get momentum and jump up to that, you know, the the top tier, I think it's going to be very difficult for them as long as Donald Trump is in the race. Okay, so what I'm what I think though is, you know, for these other guys, I mean, it's real right. Everyone's being asked, "Well, what do you think about Donald Trump's comments? What do you think about Donald Trump's comments?" Here's I mean, where... I do have to laugh that if if Jeb Bush or oh, Jeb Bush especially, we'll just take that. If Jeb Bush had given money to the Clinton Foundation and Jeb Bush had donated money to Hillary Clinton's campaign for uh, Senate years ago, and you're talking about this is what Donald Trump has done, yeah, I I, I mean, I th people would be ready to burn down Jeb Bush's uh, campaign offices from yeah. the Republican Party. So I, you know. Uh, Trump is an interesting character in that he is able to do things that others cannot within the party. I mean, again, Chris Christie. If Chris Christie had given money to the Clinton Foundation and Chris Christie had contributed to Hillary's campaign for Senate, uh, people would be telling him, get out of here. You shouldn't be in this race. Mm -hmm. But it's different for Donald Trump. That's what's fascinating. I get asked more about him now at this point in the race than any other candidate. Pretty fascinating, right? And uh, you, look, you're out on the road a lot. Who are you getting asked about it the most? Oh, sure. I mean, people want to hear about it. Absolutely. Yes. And that's why I, I say this, that I think that he represents a major danger to a lot of the uh, a lot of the 16 Republicans, because I, I think that other than those the, the top three right now, sort of of Rubio, Bush and Scott Walker, who will announce on Monday. 
Uh, I think the others are, are would struggle. You know, um, are you, you going to be in Wisconsin on Monday? I will be in Wisconsin if they let me in the door. Yes. Uh, inter- well, I'll get you in. I'm, I'm going to be there. All I right. can always I could always vouch for you. Okay, thank you. You don't have to worry about. They it. told us. And they told are you us actually going to come over and say hi to me this time? Or are you yes, going to just to stay with your your pre- liberal press buddies and act like you don't know me because I'm a conservative? Well, in the in the advisory to reporters for the Scott Walker event, it said that uh, uh, entrance is limited. So it didn't guarantee that even if you fly there, you get to go into the event. Jamie? And then it said that Jamie? the radio people, wait, it said the radio people would be back, and there was a back room for us or something like that. So we're uh, some of us radio people are having a little laugh, wondering where we're going to end up to be able to see this. Will we be watching it on TV from uh, down in the basement or something like Jamie, that? Jamie, you have friends. I promise you, I can get you in. Yes. Okay. So we'll see. But I do think, in all seriousness... Why? Why That Trump, was all seriousness. If, if you are having trouble getting in and they're... Oh, I know where to find you. Absolutely. Trump... Is a, the only is problem a, is you're going to have to be seen with me, which apparently you didn't oh, want to. That's no big deal. Well, you didn't I'm want on the radio that. with you every day, you, so how could that be you, a problem? You didn't come say hello when we were at the Marco Rubio event together. No, because I was working my tail off. That's okay. Um, but I, I do think that Trump represents a a big impediment for a number of Republicans who are hoping to catch fire. I mean, to me, that the group that he's appealing to most right now are the people who are just fed up and they want to really shake things up. And that, to me, is right down the pike for Ted Cruz. I mean, especially mm-hmm. for Ben Carson. Great. And. You know, that the, the, I don't think those two, those people can coexist in a sense with Donald Trump right now because Trump just sucks up all the oxygen I mean, every single day. There's, an, there's, you know, two more chefs who are giving up on him. There's, you know, another story. He's doing this. He's doing that. And, you know, I don't know how long that can last, whether it's something, but it's it, I don't think it's going away real fast. The big issue that everybody's talking about is who's going to get into these debates. And there are a lot of people complaining, well, Fox is diminishing the power of early states and the presidential nominating process uh, because they are using a mix of national polls. I believe they're using the real clear politics average. And, um, you know, I, I mean, they're in a very tough spot. You've got 16 people. You can't put 16 people on a no. stage unless you want to give them two minutes each and say, that's all, folks. Thanks for being with us. Yeah. It's like inviting 300 people to a wedding. You, you just it, can't it just, do it. You can't do it. Because so people in New Hampshire time. and Iowa are complaining because they feel that using national polls somehow diminishes the impact that they normally have in the nominating process. But I think in fairness, I think Fox has made the right decision to use national polls because, you know, the whole country's going to vote on this. And therefore... I think the country should have a say through their polling uh, what candidates get in the top tier. It's uh, Look, you'll have the first two debates, the first one in Cleveland, uh, the first Thursday in August. It's August then we, the 6th. Yeah, and then we have one in mid-September out in L.A. at the Reagan Library. Right. And CNN will also be doing sort of a hybrid there with, <laughs> you know, Sorry. The, yeah, go ahead. the top ten and then the others will get their own time, I guess, on a debate stage. You know, on yeah. the one of in Cleveland in August, I think in New Hampshire, I want to say, is the union leader? Or I don't remember who's doing it. Somebody's doing an event for those who are left out of the Cleveland event in New Hampshire that night. So I don't know if, if a bunch of others will then retreat to New Hampshire and do that to sort of get some attention as well. But, you know, I, again, there's only so much room in the newscast every day. And Donald Trump uh, right now is sort of hovering over the top nationally, especially of uh, of most of the Republicans. You can get some local attention in New Hampshire and in Iowa, obviously. But really, outside of that, uh, you're going to get a lot more attention from for Trump at this point in time. There was a really great exchange with Chris Matthews and Ted Cruz. Chris Matthews goes, they were talking about the Supreme Court decisions and Ted Cruz was repeating pretty much everything he said on this program, talking about uh, judicial retention elections every eight years. And he also said he's tired of seeing 
uh, justices not honoring their judicial oath and legislating from the bench. And then Matthews insinuated hypocrisy, saying, well, you loved it when the Supreme Court ruled in 2000. And right. You know, remember, Ted Cruz is a great debater. He's brilliant. And he comes back and he said, well, those are great talking points, Chris. He said, how many times did they count the ballots in Florida? And Matthews answered four times. And, and how many times did Bush win? Four times. Uh, and then Matthews goes, but they wanted one more time. <laughs> Don't you think that's hey, funny? Judici- judicial activism is always in the eye of the beholder. So, uh, you know, I, I th- obviously uh, just Chief Justice Roberts has disappointed some in the Republican Party. I remember when Wizard White disappointed JFK as well. So it happens. Yeah. What? I'm watching everything that's going on in Greece. And somehow in my the back of my head, this is going to almost be like 2008, except on the world stage. And I expect that there's too much fear to allow Greece to go under. Now, if they do go under, you know, the predictions are riots and chaos. You have the... Uh, in France, their central bank boss warning of dire consequences if the country doesn't make a deal this week. So you're beginning to see the fear growing as Greece has hit its decisive hour. But I think there's there was an article out today in the UK Telegraph. OK, Greece is somewhat worrisome, but the real financial crisis is happening in China, where they may be headed for their version of a 1929 stock market crash. Uh, they could be. And obviously the Chinese, uh, their economy is propped up in a different way that might not survive a big bursting of a bubble. But here in D.C., I, I don't know, there's some people who are watching, but I would say most people are not focused on what's going on either with Greece or the Chinese. It's out there, but it's like a lot of things. Uh, you, you worry about that leaky pipe, but you just hope it sort of goes away until the day that it bursts. So Obama makes what I think is one of the dumbest statements that he has ever made in his life, saying that wars are not won with guns, but with ideology. Perhaps he doesn't know how to defeat Nazism, how slavery ended, and and so on and so forth. But anyway, so he makes that statement. The talks apparently are ongoing and may now, we're told, according to the AP, they may now bust through another deadline. Yeah, no, that's the the word from straight out of the Secretary of State's mouth uh, today in Vienna, saying we will not rush and we will not be rushed. And uh, the Obama administration basic argument, uh, when asked how long will the talks go on, they don't have an answer on that. So it didn't seem like that there's going to be a deal with Iran today or maybe even tomorrow. They're not giving up on the negotiations, but they're not exactly not. zeroing in on a deal at this point in time either, it doesn't seem. Reports, too. Guy Benson had an article out today. The White House is keeping Israel in the dark on these Iranian talks. Uh, and we hear that new tensions have emerged, and the Iranians are out there apparently, you know, saying never threaten an Iranian, and they're sitting through being lectured by the Iranian mullahs again. And also shouts of, of hatred of Israel are being uh, thrown across the table, I hear. I think you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of Republicans and even some Democrats who I think are worried that uh, mainly about the issue of just taking a bad deal just to get a deal. Oh, I think it's obvious. I mean, there's nothing that I have heard of the deal points that are made. That's a good deal. They get to spin their centrifuges as many as they want. They're limiting uh, inspections. They're getting bonuses so that they can continue to build their infrastructure, the nuclear infrastructure. The president acknowledged they'll have, a, an, in 11 years, a zero breakout time, which means they have a nuclear weapon. The delivery systems, apparently that's not even being negotiated in the deal. 
So, you know, by all accounts, I don't hear anything that's worthwhile in this deal to even continue the negotiations. No, I think that that's what concerns Republicans the most here in Congress right now. I think anybody with common sense that that would, um, you know, that would scare them. What do we know about what's happening with, um, you know, the president? Is we still no comment on this this woman in San Francisco killed? I haven't. No, he hasn't. He has not personally said anything. I talked to a couple Republican uh, reps yesterday. Uh, Lou Barletta of Pennsylvania being one that's ready to head uh, to push ahead with a bill that would go after these sanctuary cities and you know whether it's city or county or a state that does not cooperate fully with the feds when it comes to illegal immigration and one of the uh, there's several ideas Rick Perry floated one today where you cut off some of the money that funds uh, programs for I- illegal immigrants in that city or in that state or there are some that say no just cut off federal funding for everything make them have have some some legal consequences for their decision not to help the federal government. I don't know that we're going to get a vote on an individual bill like that anytime soon, but there are some things being floated around by Republicans on that yeah. exact point in the wake of that shooting. You see Republicans in the Senate voting down the school voucher plan? Couldn't believe it. Well, Kelly you know, Ayotte, Susan Collins, Mark Kirk, Lisa Murkowski. The, you know, it's one of those votes where the Republicans have the majority, but they don't have as many votes as they'd like on certain issues. So, it, you know, just because you're in the majority doesn't mean you win every single vote. And obviously those four that you named, uh, you know, some yeah. would say they're in the Rhino Hall of Fame or something like that. But you are going to get some who will move back and forth on an issue like that. Did you see this uh, piece by our friend Eric Erickson on Red State? I think Matthew Clark wrote it about how the IRS, new minutes from a meeting came out, including Lois Lerner colluding with the FBI and Department of Justice on possible theories on how to bring charges against conservative groups, and that this goes back all the way to 2010, and they have meeting notes that were released because of a Freedom of Information Act request, and apparently they focused on possible theories to bring criminal charges against conservative groups. Well, remember, Lois Lerner went to the FBI, or was it the Department of Justice? Either one. She personally tried to get the Department of Justice to bring charges against conservative groups, and uh, and, and she was rebuffed. They, they wouldn't do it. So we already knew that she had definitely tried before to bring some of these groups to the attention of uh, the Justice Department, but they never acted on any of her worries. All right, Jamie Dupree, as always, the most connected man in Washington, sir. Thank you. We will see See you on Monday in Wisconsin, sir. Absolutely. Look forward to it. And if you need help getting in, I am there for you. That sounds good. We'll see you. All right. 800-941-SEAN, our toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. Hey, if you hate getting ripped off, like when you go to an ATM machine, you charge money to get your own money out. When you get your cable bill, there's a mystery service charge. It's like financial death by a million tiny cuts. Add taxes into that, and there goes all your money. Uh, now, Square Trade protection plans. Now, if you have a phone, we all have cell phones. They will protect your cell phone, and they're going to do it at half the cost of what your provider charges, Sprint, AT&T, Verizon. Most of these guys are p- charging 10 11 bucks a month, $199 deductible. If you have a cell phone, they'll protect it. In other words, insure it. But do it for less than 5 bucks a month with a much lower deductible. And that means you're going to save, on average, $240 per phone per year. Now, stop overpaying for phone insurance. And don't forget, SquareTrade.com also protects all of your valuable appliances and all your gadgets. So go to SquareTrade.com. SquareTrade.com. That's money in your pocket. We'll continue. Our 
information download. Sean Hannity and the breaking news you might have missed today with Sean's insider information. Sean Hannity. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.